We're on the air. Back. Well, party's starting early today, isn't it? To more of Early Break with Sip and Jay. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We welcome in Jay Foreman for the spillover. Jay, were you at the uh, women's basketball game last night, the route of number five, Indiana? Yeah, it was a good game, man. It was, uh, you know, tough physical game. And then uh, Nebraska had, you know, had that last push, and that's what I, that's what you like to see from a team that can get a team down, keep them down, expand, withstand the run a little bit. You know how it kind of got helter skelter, but here what back to back threes and, mm-hmm. and a couple turnovers, and then get it together, and then you know once they got a couple layups, it was good. I mean they they played well. Um, you know, Nebraska could probably argue that they could have played a little bit better, a little bit more efficient, especially at the beginning of the game. But, you know, I think the the way that they played D and then Indiana wasn't hitting. Um, but I think that, in, you know, in part because of Nebraska's physicalness Nebraska's defense and defense good. was pretty good. Yeah. yeah, Nebraska looks like a team that's built to win in the NCAA tournament. I can talk. We can talk about that a little bit, right? They're going to the NCAA tournament. So. They should yeah, be. They're it should be. I mean, they're, they're, it, it's, they're I built the, that way. Everybody's coming back. Here's the why I say they're built that way. Because they can play a half court game. Because yep. mm-hmm. they can go inside. I mean, they are they are capable of running too. Right. Um, they're, they're balanced. Yeah, I they're mean, balanced. It's... But I like in the, in the NCAA tournament. Oftentimes, a game slows down, and you got to be able to guard play and bigs play is right. big. Yeah, and um, look, man, <laughs> I, I they have you, Alexis Markowski and even Bella Cravens. They they you, they're two of the two of the best hands as far as basketball players. Strong. Hands, efficient hands on campus. I'm glad you mentioned Bella Cravens because that she got injured, and that's why Alexis Markowski went into the starting lineup. I don't know, ten games ago or so. Right. Um, but Bella Cravens is a good player too. Right. She, I mean, yeah, she, have, it, but it's great because you got a true old school inside presence in Markowski, right? And then yep. you got Bella Cravens that can do that, and you know, take you out and kind of take you off the dribble, 15, 18 feet in. So. And then you got other people, other uh, girls that can do it as well. And then I think when they want to – we always talk about this, and I know it's been two or three weeks, but that game up in Iowa where they had to have a lot of young players step up and they took Iowa right down mm-hmm. to the last minute and the rest weren't – I mean, that was definitely home cooking, but at the end of the day, home you know, they, they end up losing. Yeah, I so think it. Fouls. I think it really helped this team so where, you know, even last night, right? You had the young young lady came in as she from up in Humphrey. Allison uh, Widener, Widener is the name. The and Schaefer's Allison, relative. Right. <laughs> She's related to Schaefer. My dad's doing the whole lineage thing. Oh, yeah. Probably like 10th cousin. Oh, so. yeah. Well, hey. <laughs> he counts it. Well, she can hoop, man. She came oh, yeah, from no. Humphrey, Nebraska. That's <laughs> up by teams. Columbus, yeah, right? Yeah, by Columbus. Right? And it's, uh, it's in between Columbus and Divots, right? Right? Oh, yeah. Hey, hey listen here. I, hey, listen here. I, this brother's been everywhere in Nebraska. Did not for very long. You're aware of divots? Yes, I've been uh, out there. Did a speech out there with the late great uh, Mill Tenerber. But I hightailed it <laughs> out of there. Hey, I love referring to Norfolk <laughs> as divots. <laughs> right, right. So, anyways, it's a great yeah, place. It's, look, yeah. Look, yeah, it's, look, it's between yeah, Columbus, Columbus and Norfolk. Right, divots. It is right. You, you hit, hit that. He's not wrong. Yeah, yeah, so you're right. Referring to Norfolk as divots. Listen here. She must have been hooping out there with, you know, must have had a hoop out there with one of those big old feed lots as you. Because she can, she can ball. Because she, I'm gonna tell you this now. All jokes aside, mm-hmm. she can go from point A to point B Fast. as good as anybody yep. in the country. She and was right. smoking Indiana, so they You're were right. playing really yeah. tight. 
Yeah. And she would just get a step on him and was yeah. at the hoop. And she can, yeah. And yeah. so that's and what she you, can finish. Too. And she can finish. Freshman. She's tough. Freshman. She can handle it. And the moment's not too yeah. big for her. She's going to be really good. And so that's what you get. You got Hybe. You got Jazz Shelley. And if they're having an off night, look, you can bring the freshman off and she can, she can hold the fort down. Not only hold the fort down, she can score. And so, look, when, you, when you're – they're probably at least four or five guards deep, right? Easily. So, you three starters. Shelly, Scoggins, right. Widener. Haby. Haby. Yeah, so yeah, four, four deep for four, sure. Four, five. That's what you need in the NCAA. You got inside presence. And then you got some bigs that can hit threes. And then you yeah. can play multiple ways. They can heat up, heat you up full court, right? Um, they can turn you over, all right? And they Versatile. Can, right, and they can – I call it death by a thousand paper cuts and just – execute hey, okay, you in the half you, court you sound very versed in nebraska women's basketball so I, I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna ask the question i asked jake and mike off air that i couldn't answer they couldn't answer amy was playing nine and ten people pretty regularly a lot of the season but lately it's she shortened the bench a little bit played seven basically last night do you is yeah. there any reason do you know why that is Just probably the is rhythm injury uh, maybe a little i mean you get nicked up a lot in practice yeah I mean, I can't speak for you know Coach Williams, but uh, yeah, we need. You know, Amy I think it's here. probably how the rhythm of the game was going. I we think look, the, the, the girls that were out there were playing well. So at the end of the day, you know, you're not going. This isn't YMCA. This isn't uh, you know pay your fee and everybody plays and you can sit there and watch <laughs> little Johnny play. You know, look, if you got f- these seven that are in rhythm and rolling and they weren't in too bad of a foul trouble. Mm-hmm. And you got control of the game. Mm-hmm. It's a huge game to win over a ranked team. Mm-hmm. You know you got to go with what you're going. And and whatever happened after that, I don't. I mean, I, look, I can guarantee you, she's not she's not afraid to put eight and nine in there. I can tell you that. Gotcha. It's just that the seven was probably rolling pretty right. good. Gotcha. Yeah, Schaefer, you were at the, you were in the stands last night, and you thought it was a good environment. Yeah, yeah. I mean, people got really into it. It the early portion of that game was really slow because. It was a kind of game that they, according to Happer, they haven't been successful in, where it was kind of a slugfest early on. Connor, and yep. they had to, they had to basically survive early when you weren't getting points from Hybe and you weren't getting points from Jazz Shelley. But right. then Widener, Widener came, came in, in and got it going. Um, and so, kind of getting through that, then they played more to their style in the second half, where it opens up, they're able to knock down threes. Uh, Scoggin hit two in a row. Jazz Shelley hit one right before half. That was huge. Extended the lead to eight, I think, at that point in time. And then, you know, you're you're leading by eight. They're just kind of was able to stay in front. Right. Uh, Indiana got it to three once. And then, for the most part, Nebraska was able to just push it back up and just leaned on Indiana. Um, the free throw shooting was poor. Like, they, they want to clean that up, I'm sure. But uh, it, it was, you know, according, like I said, I don't follow them close enough to know this as well as, as Connor would, but he basically said that they've had struggles when teams get physical. Right. Mm-hmm. Indiana Ohio got State, very physical last night. Maryland. And Nebraska yeah. punched right back. And they – I mean, Indiana was tired at the end of that game. Right. Like, they just – because Nebraska ran them a little bit. Right. And uh, they ran out of gas, and Nebraska was able to keep going. Uh, Indiana is a real uh, top-heavy team. They're, you talk about only seven. They, they only can play seven. Right. And when you exert yourself to be physical and you're not hitting and the team is matching it, because when you think of like when Nebraska went out and played Maryland at Ohio State, kind of roughed them up in the second half. And then, you know, it's a, I bet you it's been a conscious effort when they when you watch Indiana on tape, they play the same way. 
And a perfect example is uh, when Jazz Shelley, you know, hit the three and the girl kind of fell down. Oh, number four she stepped it, over. Yeah, it was number fantastic. four was there to attack her, love right? Her so it's 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 uh, you know, one thing you want to do is it's no different than football or like the men's team, which you know, if you, if you put on tape that there's some sort of a potential kryptonite, you better address it asap. And it's just you know, it's a copycat league, mm-hmm. and if you're if you're a team that doesn't react right away from a physical game. Um, then that's what they're going to try to do. I think in the other games, Nebraska reacted too late. Mm-hmm. So by that time, it's kind of you're always playing catch up. When you react early, you can dictate the game to wherever you want, and that's what happened last night. Jake, you listened to all that? I did. All right. Do you? How do you react to physical play, Jake? When you when you play your little, uh, you know, what, basketball? What get? When I play do basketball, you, yeah. when you play your little. Well, basketball. I, don't, I don't play much basketball anymore, Jay. But how did you <laughs> react I'm when tennis, somebody got, just, got me and got the other physical person. with you? Tennis. I, I'd fight back. I get pissed. Yeah, he's he's a little more physical than you think. Uh, Jake is. Yeah, I I have a question for you. This stems from like years ago when I first started coming on this show with these two. I asked one time on air who would win a free throw contest between Sorensen and Sipple. Oh come on! Since neither are basketball trained individuals. Wait, I am basketball trained. Eh. Yeah, thirty. You years also said now. the last time you shot a basketball uh, was like two thousand one, and, and then I you corrected it. You had shot with your grandson probably, at one point. I'd probably give it to Jake. Does but either make more dude. than five? No. Why? Why? But I think Sipple would have the mental advantage if it got down oh, to. Oh come on! <laughs> I no think Sipple, chance. I think Sipple would find a way to step up and hit it. <laughs> I don't. I really don't. I, I just think Jake under pressure just wilters like, like just just folds just like a lawn chair. You have not played me in the golf outing yet, and you can't say that, Jay. You haven't seen it. I'm going to take you to the woodshed on the golf course. I'm going to make it uh, my mission to get this free throw contest to happen. We should try to do it. We should try to do it. Go out to campus. It's not that hard to find any sort of hoop out there. Go out to campus. I kind of want to make you guys do it on a double reinforced uh, schoolyard rim. Double rims? Old school. So then it's just like legit. You got to make it. You got to make it with the chain chain net. You're not getting any light rolls or anything like that. Hmm. Interesting. I welcome the now, challenge. We have Jay I here, who is a former NFL linebacker, eight years in the league. Yeah. Um, why are we not asking eight, about the nine, Super Bowl? You know, it don't matter. We talked about the Super Bowl yesterday. Jay wasn't here yesterday. Oh yeah, Jay wasn't here yesterday. Just right. short change. Must go ahead, Sip. Yeah, Jay wasn't here. It's right. He wasn't here yesterday. Yeah. You should okay, pinch well, yourself I'll, when you see me. Okay. Why would I do that? Now, okay, we got to ask him about the Logan Wilson call. Last drive, receiver running over the middle. Yeah. Logan Wilson grabs him around the the waist. I throw the flag. Yeah, I don't, I don't, that's not that's not defensive pass interference. It's defensive holding. It's neither. But Jay was a linebacker. It's neither. It was within five yards. Number one. Uh, number two, it wasn't an egregious hold. I mean, you, where you're kind of like it wasn't extended. He wasn't even on him when the ball. Was yeah, it wasn't even either. on him. And and he took his hand off and made the play without having his. Arm he did do three. that. So he did do that, but that he impeded the, the broad. He impeded the progress of the receiver. I thought, but that's what he's allowed to do. He jammed him, reversed it. It was actually it's a teaching tape how to cover receiver. That's interesting in a, in a short area, especially in the red zone. That's interesting. It really essentially lost the Super Bowl for for the, the, the Cincinnati. Really could have when they had got the ball because the next one was that. Now that's defensive holding. The next one with the, on like, cup, yeah. That the next play, on cup. yeah, you could you would have been better off just letting them score, because they scored and got thirty more seconds. Yeah. Now, oddly enough, Zach Taylor showed his inexperience as a play caller from second down on, 
um, and didn't adjust. In, in On the final possession. Yeah, and the second half because if you really, really studied Raheem Morris, especially against the 49ers, um, who has a way better offensive line than Cincinnati Bengals, they do this thing where they they find who's struggling, right? Essentially, and it's usually the left guard or what? What you know? In this case, obviously Cincinnati's whole offensive line, but in particular, homeboy that was a left guard had a bad. He's had a bad year, but a bad playoffs. They overload it. Essentially, they take <laughs> the Rams. Did. The Rams do. They yeah. take three defensive linemen yep. and li- align them from the left shoulder of the center on out. So you have no choice but the to block Aaron Donald one-on-one. And then you leave Von Miller one-on-one on the on other the side. Other side yeah. Right, because there's no, no – And he was coming inside. Right. He was so coming inside. A two-way go, right? Yeah. But you can do that when – Got that, Jake? The floodgates are open at the essentially the point of attack. When you go to shotgun on fourth and one, a lot of his fourth and one plays, the ones that they were getting stuffed on, th- those weren't direct plays where you snap it and do that, right? That's just – you got to line up with two tights – Bring in an extra offensive lineman and go forward, especially because they had been running the ball decently Pretty with good. Joe Mixon. With Mixon had a solid game. Yeah. So when you go fourth and one, now you're, there's no threat of run. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, I tell, and then totally get what you're you saying. have the back offset away from Aaron Donald, mm-hmm. right? And then the center was late sliding, i.e., when you see it, saw it a lot of Nebraska, late sliding, you know, when homeboy needs, he should have jump set him and made him go back inside. He went to the center, but you got the back could have helped the chip. You know, yeah, you saw the still picture where Chase was way behind Ramsey. But if you can go to a short shotgun snap and literally not even be able to look for one or two progression, that that's just bad play calling. Back to the Logan Wilson call. So I was wrong on that. Yeah, you were 1,000% wrong. Yeah, and I had a coach text me after the show and said, you, you yeah. got to stop talking. And then, and then, yeah, see there? And, and then, just one? You're just flag happy, though, Sip. And, and then he said, the and then he the said look, he sent me what Mike Pereira, yep. the former NFL referee and Fox analyst, said that was ab- absolutely not a penalty. It, it, I thought it, it was The timing of the flag was too quick. Because it was almost like he was predetermined to call it. Like he saw, he thought he saw, saw the and called. And and I don't understand what these refs right here. Because if you look at the reaction of the head ref, he was like, "Whoa, right." Um, and then let's just even before that, you had three offensive linemen that jumped off sides. Three, mm. Whitworth, right? Whitworth, the yeah. right tackle on that the right, play. On that play, yeah. And your job. Where was the ump? That's your job, right? So it's a game changing, and you know. It, it changed. It you know essentially helped them win the Super Bowl. Now look, the the, the Bengals had, had more had than chance. enough. They had, they had more than enough opportunity to go the. We could have put that field. game away earlier. Yeah, they could. Well, yeah. it's play calling. Yeah. When you had chances to even the first fourth down play that they went on went for it on Cincinnati in the first half, first drive. That's not a good play call. Because if you ever see like the Rams throughout the year, didn't do well. If you look at the 49ers game, two tights, line up running straight at you, double-team Donald and all that and when we need to get a yard. Well, you want shotgun. There's only th- two plays that you can run in what shotgun. Are they? What are they? Pretty much the handoff, and then that gives Aaron Donald and them extra two or three yards to make a play. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's you know, it's just inexperienced. But I think, I mean, the Rams are a good team, but uh, the defensive line eventually obviously wore out Cincinnati, but – I would have liked to see a little bit more small ball. McVay out coached. Do you think that Burrow getting banged up 
prevented them from even running a sneak in that situation. Uh, his, Probably, he was holding they, his knee the previous. But they drive. weren't getting. But see, the thing is, is like when you're getting, they were just when you pass block so much against Aaron Donald, um, Ashawn Robinson, ninety one, Von Miller, Lloyd. You're just, I mean, you're putting them in a like you know, on their heels and just getting punched for so long, and then you're like, okay, now we're gonna finally call a run play. It's like okay, and so he probably could have, but and and I don't even think it even entered the mind. Entered their mind, and then sometimes you need like a assistant coach or you know, say hey dude, you know we need to slow this game down. You know our offensive line is leaking oil. It, for the last three drives, they were getting a hole punched in them from pass blocking. Yep. So somebody upstairs or on the field has to be like hey. <laughs> We need to go to what, plan B. What you thought would happen in this game, which is the offensive line for the Bengals breaking down, started to happen about yep. midway through the second quarter. Yeah. And then, and then it really – then in the it, third quarter was – Yeah, third quarter yeah. got bad. I'm sorry. Yeah, midway through the third. They were good in the I'm first sorry, half. midway through the yeah. third quarter. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly yeah. when it started yeah. to get bad. Yeah. In the fourth and, quarter, they were terrible. Yeah. Hey, in the first half, they did an Pretty excellent good job. Pretty good job, yeah. Yeah, midway but through the third. Quiet but, on they, but they were keeping line. them off balance with timely runs. Joe Mixon was starting to get loose, especially right at the end of the second quarter. Where he got up the middle a couple times, yeah. So you're like, okay, now we, and they start to get the physical advantage, but then once you start to try to go passing, dude, you're that's just you're asking you're asking for for an L. Mixon's a bit of a bear. I mean, he's got a bright future at that position. He's a Pro Bowler. He's not young. He's been yeah, in the he, for what five years he's now? Been in the league years. for five years. Yeah, he's the real. But he's deal. got a bright future. Yeah, but running backs don't yeah. last that long. I mean, well, he's, when you're he's short got life. He's hey. got he's got, his best years are ahead of him. Right, because he didn't play the first. Uh, I'm telling you, I don't, I don't I'm know if you. I agree with that. Chief. No, yeah. no, I, I know, I know what he's about. Is he's going to have a he big did, next two there's, years? There's an incredible stat that was going around. Uh, no running back that was like the primary running back in the Super Bowl that on the winning team has made more than two million dollars in the last ten years. Hmm. Well, it's because the Patriots always some of that, but it's, always that's still they always had guys. Yeah, hey, Mix is going to have. A, a couple big years yeah. upcoming. Well, here's the thing that helps Joe Mixon. When he came in, I think he got hurt his first year. Um, and then well, he was year, young when he came in. Yeah, he came in. And then the, the next couple of years, they had guys ahead of him. So he did, he's not, he hasn't came in and been his like the His legs are Belkow. still live, Jake. Belkow. Jake, his legs are live. Well, if well, they don't get an offensive line, it don't matter. Yeah, it's true. Because the one thing I worry about Joe Burrow is that it, he ends up like Dan Marino. Yeah, well, Ooh, straight up, you make it your Does second year. God bless Dan Marino. You know, no, no, and this is no, I mean, this is no joke because did Miami ever really address a running back for Dan Marino no. or offensive line no, or put a defense the around defense Dan? Is bad around so him. it's just it, with Joe Burrow, he's always going to put up yards. He's got three great receivers. Yep. He's got a really two good tight ends, two good actually, one really good running back, and and and, and so they good. got skill positions. But in the playoffs, he's been sacked twenty times. I mean, there's, I think there's it's seventy times this year, right? There's guys that go a whole season without being sacked twenty times. There's guys that go multiple seasons, multiple without being seasons. sacked seventy times, right? And three seasons. Yeah, he's been sacked in the playoffs twenty times. So you got to think he's probably been hit forty. You saw him grimace on that one sack. Right. Random stat alert. Random stat alert. Nebraska in 1995 national championship year threw the ball two hundred forty eight times, no sacks. But there you go. No sacks. Good they stat. allowed no sacks. Good stat. And you know what? That right. year, starting lineman, three procedure penalties all year. Three procedure penalties. I thought it was zero. No, three, three all year. They were. They had three against Oklahoma on the first drive this Are year. Are you going to name the yeah. three players? 
I am not because I can't. Um, but Vershawn. 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 All three of them. All three were Vershawn. Why would you say Because Vershawn will probably get down there and probably say the cadence when he's supposed to not say anything. Uh, That's Vershawn definitely. Vershawn, just by his mere presence, would make you jump off sides. Yep. Well, there you go. All right, Jay, thank you. Mike For Mike Schaefer and Steve Sippel, I'm Jake Sorensen. See you. For TBWA Shiite Day New York and Nissan Iski Code NOAY0005000, spot entitled My23 Ario Launch, GM brand fully loaded 30 second radio spot, stereo mono compatible mixed with Tupop. The all new Nissan Aria is a fully loaded EV. It's brimming with style mm. and power. Up to 389 horses of it. Innovation and intelligence. E Force all wheel drive. It'll pin you to your seat. Your very plush seat. The all-new, all-electric Nissan Aria. Nissan Aria with E-Force expected availability early 2023. E-Force cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. E-Force and 389 horsepower available on Platinum Plus. Nissan calculation using one-foot rollout testing with long-range battery and E-Force only in Portland with E-Step Off. These results are for comparison only and should not be attempted on public roads. Drive responsibly. See NissanUSA.com for details. On Deloitte's OnCloud podcast, my co-host Mike Cavus and I talk with innovation leaders to explore how they use cloud engineering for new possibilities for their organizations. Join myself, David Linthicum, by subscribing to OnCloud wherever you get your podcasts.